It is time for Cinema Chat, WEMU's weekly look at the world of film and movies. I'm Michael Jewett in for David Fair, who's away from the station for a while. We hope you're doing well. Our man, David, and always a thrill and even an honor to speak with Russ Collins from the Michigan Theater, the man with uh, everything about the movies and more. How are you doing? <laughs> well, good, and it's an honor, as usual, to sit in with you for Cinema Chat. Uh, and uh, last week, uh, we opened up a few movies. This week, we've got a couple more uh, opening up. Uh, the one I'm excited about, there's actually two that I'm excited about, Tick, Tick, Boom, uh, which is uh, a film that, or a, a Broadway musical that was written by Jonathan Larson that's kind of autobiographical. Both of the movies we're opening this week are kind of autobiographical. This one is a musical about a guy who's writing a musical and trying to, you know, break into the Broadway gotcha, uh, gotcha. dynamic. Uh, and this was written before Rent. Jonathan Larson is best known for Rent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, this musical and uh, Rent and Hamilton, uh, which uh, starred Lin-Manuel Miranda, who also wrote it uh, and starred in it. And this is his... Uh, directorial debut in terms of a movie. So Lin-Manuel Miranda directed Tick, Tick, Boom, uh, this musical by Jonathan Larson, the guy that did Rent. uh, And it tells a story of a guy trying to get his musical written and trying to get it up on Broadway. Uh, The the common element here is a a, a Michigan guy from Oak Park, Jeffrey Sellers, was the producer of Rent, had a long relationship with Mm. uh, Jonathan Larson in terms of producing his shows. Uh, And uh, he also uh, produced uh, Hamilton and uh, uh, In the Heights. (laughs) So um, uh, that's a nice little Michigan connection for this uh, wonderful musical movie that's opening up this Friday. So we're playing it at the at the Michigan uh, and then uh, it's moving to Netflix. But uh, it's got an exclusive theatrical. Uh, oh, so there's another another opportunity to see something before it's a Netflix. And yeah. This is a musical. So we're works. talking about stage productions, whatnot. So works on the big screen. Theatrical, theatrical setting. This is yeah. the way to go. Tick, tick, boom. Very good. And then Kenneth Branagh, uh, who's probably, I mean, he's a movie star and director, and he's probably best known for the films that established him as, yeah. as, a, uh, as an actor and as a, as a director, his Shakespeare stuff. Right, right. Um, but he's done all kinds of different things. And this is a movie, it's called Belfast, and it's, it's again, semi-autobiographical. So he grew up in uh, Northern Ireland during the Troubles. Right. Uh, he was 60s. Born, yeah. born in the 60s. Uh, and so it's essentially about this working class family uh, and their young son during the troubles in, in Northern Ireland. Uh, and it's a it's a story that's full of love and laughter and loss, as you might expect. Uh, with the uh, uh, is there the, any indication that there's like the that the the character who represents Branna, so to speak, is has those kind of like artistic leanings? Do we is there that kind of do we know if there's that angle in it? Well, the, the, uh, newcomer Jude Hill is the is the character is the okay. actor. That that plays that, and uh, um, you know, I. I given it's more the, about the setting of the coming about, of age in that time and place, right? Okay. And then the complexity of these people who used to be your neighbors and friends are now all of a sudden your enemies because yeah. of the political context. So yeah. it's kind, you know. It, I got to believe there's a certain resonance in mm-hmm. at our time in the United States when right. you know there is such a political divide, not not as severe as it was in Northern Ireland. We in think the 60s. We, 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 I, I get the the feeling that this is more about the place and time and coming of age in that place and time, and as yes. opposed to 
being uh, that young person who's trying to like kind of like has that artistic vision just isn't aware of that artistic vision. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Uh, it, gotcha. it's, it's that family drama kind gotcha. of piece. Gotcha. So gotcha. Uh, it premiered at the Telluride Film Festival in early September and won the People's Choice Award mm-hmm. at the Toronto International Film Festival. And that is always a good sign of a film that will probably yeah. do well and resonate with the public is when it wins uh, not the Critics Award, but the People's Choice Award or mm. the Audience Award. Uh, so Belfast opens uh, this week at the State Theater. Uh, you can go check that out. Kenneth Branagh is a very compelling filmmaker, and it's got a cast that includes Judy Dench, and you can't beat that. So. Yeah. You got some real some some prestige names in there. Absolutely, just Branagh himself, and of course, and Dame Judy Dench as well. So. Yeah. And, and, a, and a good um, English-Irish cast as well. Very good. So uh, The Bell Eternals, Fest. we talked a little bit we have about. To, we have to quit saying the, because oh, we're going to get in trouble. Eternals. The Disney legal people are going to come and get us, because oh, it's geez. Eternals. There's no the. It's Eternals. Eternals. The new film by Chloe Zhao. Yes. And uh, uh, it, it did okay at the box office. It was a little bit. It was at the lower end of the expectation they expected it to do between 120 and 70 million dollars and it did 71 million dollars across the united states and another uh i think it was 161 million yeah it's a a new entry to the marvel from marvel studios to the marvel universe and it doesn't really have a a name character per se it's not you know it's not like shang chi did very well you know as as an origin story and whatnot you know with much anticipated but I think Chloe Zhao had had a, a, a tougher sell. This is a, a big cosmic, you know, world with many shaping. many characters. Well, and, you know, there's ten main characters and their backstories and their uh, inter. So it's a there's more complexity going on here. Uh, I found myself, you know, I kind of a mixed bag on it. Uh, I, well, one, I think uh, Chloe Zhao just gets great great performances from these characters and you know who are really really colorful. And I love the cast in it. And I love their interaction, but the big old cosmic angle and everything—it gets a little bit convoluted and 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 uh, hard hard to stick with. It's a longer movie; it's like two hours thirty minutes plus, I think. Uh, but there's a lot going on here, and there's some magnificent, magnificent stuff that I think that that uh, she does in the film. And I have to tell you, this cast—I, you know, I loved them. I loved I, I loved the characters more than I would say the story itself. If I can, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense and and the 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 complexity is that, you know, Shang-Chi, it's pretty clear what the movie's right, about. Right, it's like how this how this character becomes a hero. Right. And know, one of the things one of the things that's hard to do in a movie is tell a very very complex story. You yeah. can have a story that has a lot of layers to it mm-hmm. uh, and you keep revealing those layers each time that you see it. Um, but a lot of times when you're when a novel is turned into a movie, they drop you know, three fifths, sixty percent of mm-hmm. the story, and many of the characters to focus on on what it is that you can see and 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 really make clear. I think I think we should really credit though uh, Chloe Zhao. It, it does this movie does break the mold a bit. It's the most mature uh, Marvel movie to date in many, in in some ways, mm-hmm. and uh, definitely something to watch if you're a fan of Marvel Marvel movies. In fact, you have to see it because everything is connected. Because if you miss this piece, you're going to be in trouble. Right, and you don't know what's going on. And yeah. and she also had to introduce all of these characters yeah, so, so uh yeah you've you've got to see it as an origin story because you know that there's going to be all kinds of spin-offs from this as there has been in other uh marvel cinema universe kind of dynamics so eternals is uh playing at the state and at your favorite multiplex uh the french dispatch which is uh 
uh, Wes Anderson's new film with his uh, typical cast of characters. Uh, Benicio del Toro uh, plays an uh, an artist. Who's, what a who's weird, a, just amazingly. <laughs> His, the way he casts things and the artists that people love to work with, they're all they, they let's it's the new Wes Anderson project. Uh, absolutely, Adrian Brody, who's been in a, a I don't yeah. know, has been in all of his films, but a lot of them. Tilda Swinton, yeah. um, uh, Leah Sedu, who, who hasn't been in a lot of Wes Anderson movie, but she's starring in No Time to Die, the yeah. uh, uh, the James Bond movie. And uh, friend, here's t- t- Timothy Chalamet, yeah, is, is Timothy, the and he's main character of Dune, and he's in this too. Yeah, so. yep. Yeah. So we are the Timothy Chalamet theater at the present. Time, so because we have two of his films, Francis McDormand, um, Jeffrey Wright, uh, you know, Bill Murray, and Owen Wilson, who I do believe has been in pretty much every. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, Owen Wilson was one of his original collaborators yeah, yeah. at the beginning of his career, everything. but it, it's an it's actually three short films that are tied together by a, a context. So anyway, it's great. Spencer is the film that uh, has gotten great reviews for Kristen Stewart. Yeah, uh, raves for her performances. Princess Diana. Princess Diana uh, set in a time a holiday celebration uh, at the Queen's uh, estate um, away from London. Uh, kind of a private matter. Um, and then Dune, uh, Dennis Villanueva has done a, a, a job that not not everybody loves the film, but a lot more people love it than don't. And right. it is a beautiful thing well, to look Well, there's a lot. Talk, talk about some source material that you have to, you know, synthesize into a movie. Yeah, and so. it's part one, and it's they will one, be too. doing part two. Yeah, so. I think you'll, you'll see it differently after the, the second installment. Yeah, and if you haven't seen uh, the, the James Bond film, No Time to Die, it's not going to be in theaters much longer, so go check that out. We've got the Baz Luhrmann Festival. Uh, we kicked it off on Tuesday with Strictly Ballroom, and this coming Tuesday we have The Great Gatsby, and the week after that, Moulin Rouge. Uh, and our late-night film this week is Blade Runner. Don't uh, need to say much more about that. It's a very yeah, well-known and popular film, and yeah. Yeah, really great to see uh, on the big screen and it's set in 2019 yeah this is we're supposed to be <laughs> we're supposed to be living in blade runner's world so yeah it didn't didn't quite work out that way thank goodness for that uh, <laughs> uh yeah probably yeah. <laughs> uh coming up uh, after blade runner which is on the 12th is uh, shrek on the 19th go oh, check that out fun. and thanksgiving is coming up later this month and the holiday season after I tell that you, no let up no let up i mean i don't want to say Back to normal, normal, normal. But, you know, there's a lot of offerings out there, a lot of diversity of films, serious stuff, more fun stuff. So, hey, at the movies, there you go. More coming. So, and uh, uh, set uh, November 26th aside, that's going to be our sing-along White Christmas. And we've got a free holiday um, series coming up. All righty, fantastic. Russ Collins from the Michigan Theater Cinema Chat here on your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU Ypsilanti. Always a pleasure. Absolutely. See you at the movies. All righty. 89.1 WEMU.